the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome back to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. And I'm a burrito. What? (laughs) John, you're not a burrito. I'm John. I'm John, okay. All right, today we've got two men so smart, they really shouldn't be on the show. Uh, In one corner, we have Scott, the demon on Fleet Street Barber. And in the other corner, we have Brian, a.k.a. J.K. Simmons' evil twin, Nash. That would be a lot funnier if people could see you, but it's, yeah, no. Hearing you is pretty even. Yeah, I was going to say, the voice works with Brian, though. It's not just the look. The look is there, but the voice is 100% there, so. And obviously, by the sound of this voice, this isn't Brian. No. (laughs) All right, Scott. So, well, since you started talking... Uh, we'll get you to talk a little bit before we obviously we will ask Brian to do his favorite Spider-Man quote. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you guys having me on Scott Barber, uh, from Parkersburg, West Virginia. Uh, glad to be on, listen to a lot of episodes, really enjoy the show and, uh, looking very forward to a thorough thrashing from Brian cause he's a very <laughs> good player. So I'm uh, looking forward to that. All right. And Brian, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Brian Nash, and I'm not J.K. Simmons. Uh, I'm from uh, Muscatine, Iowa. And uh, Scott kind of stole my thunder because I fully expected to get thrashed by him tonight. So I guess we'll just have to see who's more who's humbler. Uh, <laughs> I have I have the sudden urge to switch from Allstate to to State Farm. Anyone else? Anyone really want, want to get that insurance? Is it is it farmers? Is uh, oh is yeah, farmers, not State Farm. That's Jake from State Farm. That's what it's Jake State Farm. All state is uh, Dennis Hattiesburg with a uh, Serrano from us. Uh, uh, yes, Serrano. Well, you are already yeah, in Serrano. the uh, nostalgic mindset then. All right. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm still a product of the '80s. I, I yeah. don't think I matured past the '80s. So this is the game for me. <laughs> Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies. Music. Television. Video games. Sports. News and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. Um, all right. 
I want to get to know you guys just a little bit more. And because we're recording this right around Halloween, I want to ask y'all, what is your favorite movie monster? Mm. For me, it's got to be a xenomorph, right? I mean, alien. It's, uh, <sighs> you can't do much better than that. I mean, it's got a, it's got a little bit of everything. It's even got a little xenomorph inside the xenomorph. So, man, you stole my answer. Got uh. <laughs> <laughs> faster, Brian. Come on, man. All right, all right. I can't choose a xenomorph. Then I'm gonna have to go with. I I think I got to go with Slimer. From Slimer. <laughs> ah, Slimer a is call. a fun fun call, um, but. Xenomorph was my second favorite movie monster of all time. Um, so, bro, bro, so Scott, that means Scott, you get to go first. All right. Well, so what, number one. Wait a minute. What was your first uh, uh, movie monster? Of all to time? me, the T one thousand from Terminator Two. That's super, cool. that's super, super cool. Very okay, that, that's fair. Yeah. Very right. good. Yeah, I get that. All right, and I think John, your your number one was Xenomorph, wasn't it, or was it Predator? No, it was Xenomorph. It was Xenomorph, I thought so. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that was probably our overall, you know, number one favorite. So, all right, let's start round one. Round one. Okay, Scott, pick your category. Hmm. Let's just go ahead and uh, knock movies off the board. All right. And your decade is the 90s. All right. With 17 million copies sold... I can tell you, I always loved mine. What 90s film claims the best-selling soundtrack of all time? Uh, that's The Bodyguard. Yeah. And I will always love you. Yep, that's, that was perfect, Whitney, yeah? That was, na- I, you know, it's like she was still in the room with yeah. <laughs> yes. us. There is yes. the spirit of Whitney is is among us as we speak this evening. Yes, obviously the bodyguard is correct. <laughs> All right, Brian, you get to pick your category. All right. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and um, let's go ahead and do TV. And your decade is the '90s. All right. On August 11th, 1991, Nickelodeon launched its three first original Nicktoons, Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats, and what cartoon about a kid with a penchant for writing in his journal? Oh, I want to talk this out out loud, but I don't want to give Scott the information. The kid that liked to write in his journal, was that Doug? That was Doug. Yes, every episode was kind of... Partly centered around uh, a journal entry that he had. That's a so, good okay. pull, Brian. Good grab. All right, Scott. Scotty too hotty. Can I call all you right. that? Please, by okay. all means. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer to anything. Especially if it's you, Adam. Call me that. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. going to pick your, your next category. <laughs> My next category will be <laughs> come music. Come yeah, so. music. And your... Uh, I can't use that K convention with category or it's K category is also the nineties. Wow. Okay. What one hit wonder band dominated the alternative rock stations in 1998 with their billboard number 11 hit closing time. Oh, that's semisonic. Semisonic. Correct. And closing time. Yeah. I don't know about childbirth actually. And that's uh, they, huh. they, 
Did you, I, did you know that? Had no idea. Yeah, that's, they came out years later and said that song is actually about uh, childbirth. And uh, if you listen to the lyrics with that in context, it makes a completely different song, but it makes sense. So <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right, Brian, you get to pick next. I think I'm going to go ahead and hop down to video games. Video games. The dice don't like me. It's also the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are I'm weighted. A theme here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we won't have it's any nineties nineties nice theme game. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right, Brian. This video game franchise, starting in nineteen ninety four, currently consists of twenty four games, a film adaptation, and licensed Hot Wheels toys. It centers around illicit street racing and tasks players to complete various types of races while evading the local law enforcement. The name may have stemmed from a Top Gun quote. Okay, that just completely changed it because I was about to say one thing and the, uh, I feel the need, the need for speed. Need, for, need speed. for speed. Yep, need for speed is correct. What were you going to say? Because I was, I was the about to say, boat. I was about to say Grand Theft Auto. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Until he said at the end, I was like, oh, now that changes everything. Okay. Hmm. Uh, all right, Scott, your all right. let's go. Uh, let's go sports, please. Sports. And your ticket is the 80s. All right. Off the schneid. Muhammad Ali came back to boxing for one last bout in 1980 at age 38. Ali was knocked out for the first time in his career by this defending heavyweight champion. Mm, I'm pretty sure I was Larry Holmes. I'll go with Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes is correct. Well done. Y'all are on a roll here. Call you butter because you're both on a roll. All right, Brian Nash. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm not funny. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to try and stay smooth. Let's try, let's go ahead and uh, go with, let's go with food. Food, Since all right. Since we're talking See? about butter. Yeah, makes sense. And your decade is the 80s. 80s. First sold in 1983, this brand of microwavable turnovers first sold to restaurants because they were easy to break into than retail stores. And now they have more than 50 varieties available for purchase. Um... Well, really, I think Jim Gaffigan said it best. I'm going to go with Hot Pockets. <laughs> hot Pockets is correct. That's what I had written down yep. as well. Oh, yeah. Y'all have, have a favorite Hot Pocket flavor? I'm just classic pepperoni. I'm easy. <laughs> Nothing fancy, uh, man. For me, it's ham and cheese. Yeah, that, to me, ham that's... Ham and cheese is solid. Classic, yeah. That's solid. Yeah. That's a, probably I mean, the only two versions I've ever had. So, yeah, we'll go with those. <laughs> For a long time, I was on where I only bought the lean pockets because, like, they're healthier. Uh, no, Ooh. I'm still. Yeah, it's great till you eat. Yeah, it's great till you eat four of them. Yeah. I, I can tell you this the best way to cook a hot pocket is in a toaster oven. Makes a difference. Okay. It makes a huge right, difference. Okay. Uh -huh. All right, Scott. Back at you for yeah. your categories. Left, we have news and politics, fashion, slang, and technology. All right. Let's go news and politics, please. News mm -hmm. and politics. And your decade is the 90s. 
right. The 90s. You saw it coming. On August 2nd, 1990, the Iraqi army moved into what neighboring country and seized control of the oil-rich nation, stating that they were rightfully claiming their own territory? I think that's Afghanistan. I'll go Afghanistan. Afghanistan is incorrect. Brian, you get a chance to steal. You said that was August of 1990? Correct. August 2nd, 1990. I'm going to say Kuwait. Kuwait is correct. Good job. Nice pull. Gets the steal, and he gets to pick his category. I was active duty during that period, so. It kind of stuck, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hop down to slang, I think. Slang, avoiding fashion, avoiding tech. And your decade is the 70s. Ah, first 70s, okay. In the 70s, brick house was a term used to describe someone who is built well with a good-looking body. In 1977, this group even performed a song about a woman built like a brick house. That was... I believe that was the Commodores. That was the Commodores. House. Yeah, great song. She's Mighty Mighty. And now, Scott, you got a catchy catch up. Uh, Really? Um, Fashion or technology? Oh, let's go technology. And your decade is the 90s. All right. USB was designed in 1996 to standardize the connection of peripherals to personal computers, both to communicate with and supply electric power. What does USB stand for? I have no idea. This is one of those acronyms that I've heard a hundred times and never stuck. So, Brian, I'll go ahead and let you have an opportunity to steal it. What you got? Um... I think it's Universal Serial Bus. That sounds right. It is right. Nice. Ryan steals another. Good job. Universal Serial Bus. Yeah, I had no idea until I looked at it. You know, we use them every single day on like mm-hmm. all of our computers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and that's another one of those things that uh, it's been asked at trivia games before, and it's just never stuck with me. So there it is. Good job. All right, the category that no one's been wanting, fashion for Brian to end round one. Oh, goody. Mm. Decade is the 90s. Wow, okay. We are going to be having a lot of 70s and 80s in round two. Uh, All right, fashion in the 90s. In 1993, Senators Barbara Mikulski and Carol Braun wore what common clothing item onto the Senate floor in defiance of a rule forbidding it? And female support staff followed soon after. The rule was amended later that year. Okay, I... This is... This doesn't ring a bell at all. I can read it again if you need to. Uh, One more time, please. In 1993, Senators Barbara Mikulski... Or, sorry, yeah, Mikulski and Carol Braun wore what common clothing item onto the Senate floor in defiance of a rule forbidding it, and female support staff followed soon after. The rule was amended later that year. Um, I, I have no idea, but I'm going to just, just a guess. 
I'm going to say a skirt. Skirt is incorrect. Okay. Scott, you get a chance to steal this one. Common clothing is the phrasing that has me thrown because I was going to guess something else, but let's just go hat. Hat is also incorrect. All right. All right. Up until 1993, female senators weren't allowed to wear pants. Oh. Or pantsuits. Or, yeah, they had to wear a dress or something right. like that. So, okay. I had it backwards. All right. Yeah, you had it backwards. <laughs> so, hmm. all right. That is the end of round one. We have got some serious trivia happening here. John, could you please let us know the scores? Uh, right now, Scott has 30 and Brian has 60. All right. Doubled up, Scott. Are you going to come back? Yeah. I hope so. It wouldn't so. be a very good show if uh, I just gave up. So I have to, <laughs> have to keep trying at least. You have so. to keep trying. All right. Well, we'll find out in round two. Right. Round two. <laughs> All right. And as Scott went first in round one, you now get to pick for Brian to start off round two. Well, let's go back to fashion then. Back, straight back Thanks, to Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, it's what you get for doubling me up. <clears throat> that's, that's fair. And your decade is the 70s. The 70s. Name this Jamaican model, singer, songwriter, record producer, and actress. She appeared on the covers of Elle and Vogue, and in 1973, she appeared on the cover of a reissue of Billy Paul's 1970 album, Ebony Woman. Oh, Jamaican model in the 70s. Um, wow. Um, I think I'm a little late and I don't think, I, I really don't think she was probably from Jamaica, but the best guess I can give is Grace Jones. Grace Jones is correct. That's what I have well, written down. Wow. Good job. Okay. Good pull. Yeah, that's exactly what I had written down, Brian. Good pull. All right, Brian, you get to pick for Scott. All right, Scott. Um, let's try technology for you. All right, let's go tech. And your decade is the 70s. All, All right. right. The Pulsar P1 was the first ever digital watch. It was encased in 18 karat gold. It cost $2,100 back in 1972. In October of that year, the potpourri segment in this gentleman's magazine mentioned it uh, in their advertising. Can you repeat that? Please? I can. Thank you. The Pulsar P1 was the first ever digital watch encased in 18 karat gold. It cost $2,100 back in 1972. In October of that year, the potpourri segment in this gentleman's magazine mentioned the first Pulsar in its advertising. I'll just go ahead and guess Playboy. Playboy is correct. All right. Very gentlemanly, I'm sure. Yeah, that's... Uh, I've never that's seen about one. That's about the only Well, I read the articles in them. Yeah, way, so. Exactly. That's it. I've only seen the articles. All right. Okay, Scott. I haven't, I haven't seen one this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, week's not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, you get to pick the category for Brian. All right. 
Let's go food. And your decade is the 70s. All right, we are rolling. Rolling on the 70s. In 1973, this iconic sandwich was introduced as the first fast food breakfast item. Breakfast sandwich? It's got to be the Egg McMuffin. Can you name another breakfast sandwich as iconic? Nope, because that's the correct answer. Yeah. Of course. course. All right, Brian. You get to Um, pick. I'm going to go ahead and I think it's one of your strengths, but I really don't want you to give it to me. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to give you sports, man. All right. Let's go. Cause I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> and your decade is the nineties. Ah, okay. In 1996, the Yankees won the world series. Boo go Braves. And this eventual Yankee great won rookie of the year in the process, becoming the Yankees starting shortstop. That would be uh, number two, Derek Jeter. That would be Derek Jeter. Derek the Cheater Jeter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do I get a uh, gift basket for knowing that answer by any no. chance? No. Uh, no. I'm a Braves fan. And I'm, no, hey, no you stuff. know, I was, my dad's favorite team was the Braves. I was rooting for him this year. So. Yep. Yep. But, you know, I'll take the Dodgers. They're They're okay, too. But. Yeah. All right, I except was, that big, was, just that failure, that big nosedive the Braves took this year. That was a shame. I, I, you know, up 3-1 in that series, but I knew not to count them. They always have a way of yeah. grasping defeat out of the jaws of victory. So <laughs> I got nothing to say. I'm a Cubs fan. Uh, yeah, I think it's true. So, yeah. And if anybody wants to see me do the one chip challenge because I lost a bet because the Braves uh, lost that series, uh, go check out the Blast from Our Past uh, Instagram. It was it's very, very funny. Awesome. It's funny you say that because I have, you can see right in front of me, <laughs> oh. just sent to me today from wow. a friend of mine the one chip challenge. And he and I are going to do that tomorrow because funny. he thinks uh, he thinks I won't be up to it, but I have yeah. news for him. I am. I'll be it's, fine. It's very doable, but it, it does suck for a bit. I'm not I'm not a big, like, very spicy guy. I mean, okay. I'm spicy, but I don't, I don't <laughs> spicy. Well, we all know that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, where were we? I don't remember. I, I think believe we, Scott, I would pick be picking a category for Brian. Yes. Left, we have movies, music, TV, news and politics, slang, and video games. I'm much like him. I think it's in his wheelhouse, but I'll go news and politics anyway. All right. This is not my wheelhouse, man. Mm, you got it <laughs> last time. And your decade is the 70s. 70s. On April 30th, 1975, Troops entered the city of Saigon and quickly overcame all resistance, resulting in the North Vietnamese forces raising their flag over the South Vietnamese presidential palace. And in 1976, Saigon was renamed to what? That was Ho Chi Minh City, I think. That was Ho Chi Minh City. Very nicely done. Right. Y'all are doing swimmingly so far. Well, we'll see about that. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Brian, you get a pick for Scott. All right. Um, let's go ahead and hit you with video games. All right. And your decade is the 80s. Okay. 
In this 1982 maze arcade game, you play as the titular character and must defeat all of the enemies, done by either inflating them with air until they pop or crushing them underneath large rocks. You know, I don't have a better guess and it's just stuck in my head, so I'm just going to guess Dig Dug. Dig Dug is correct. Right. Nice pull. Well done. Huh, I was, cool. I was, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 I have really played this year. Oh, wow. 80, yeah, 82 just seemed a little early for me, but I guess it wasn't. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, Scott, you get a pick for Brian. Let's go slang. Going slang. Take off, you hoser. Take off, you hoser. And your decade is the 80s. All right. Surfers in the U.S. used this slang to refer to a crusting wave, hollow and curved, so that it was well-formed for writing on. And soon it be- it came to mean the ultimate imperfection. Totally tubular, dude. Tubular is correct. Hollow and curved. Well done. Very nice. All right, Brian, your pick oh. for Scott. And we have movies, music, TV, and I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, I think both of us are strong in all, in all three of those. But yeah. of the three, I'm going to let you have music, man. Cool. All right, and your decade is the 80s. All right. Okay. In 1983, Ralph, Ricky, Michael, Ronnie, and Bobby released a single that climbed up to the number one position in the R&B charts called Candy Girl. What group is Ralph, Ricky, Michael, Ronnie, and Bobby better known as? Yes, that would be New Edition. That is New Edition. Candy. Candy Girl. Thank, uh, okay, so that's, um, well, now if that's Mike, Ricky, so then uh, is Ralph Tresvant came later, right? And no, or Ralph was Ralph Tresvant in that I'm version. Pretty sure he was in. He was on the original group. Okay, then Johnny Gill came later. Yes, to Gill came Bobby. late. Exactly, yeah. Johnny Gill came yeah. late. Yeah, yeah, I think it was when Bobby around when Bobby. Yeah, left. Bobby Brown left, and Johnny Gill came to replace. Yep. Okay, correct. Okay. All right, we are down to movies and TV. What do you want to give to Brian, and more importantly, what do you want to keep for yourself? Good point. Um. Uh, I'll keep movies and give him TV. TV is yours. Okay. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. And your decade is the 80s. The 80s. Two single men struggle to afford an apartment while working for an advertising agency. So they disguise themselves as women in what quirky NBC comedy? Oh, man. The theme music... Was my life by Billy Joel, and it was Tom Hanks' big breakout role. This was Bosom Buddies. It was 100%. Bosom Buddies. Hildy and Buffy. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Hildy and Buffy. That's right. Oh, uh, it's a ridiculous premise, but <laughs> funny yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're moving quite along because y'all are very good at what you're doing. We haven't had yeah. to, you know, have many steals this round at all um but you are left with music or sorry not music movies you're left with movies oh sure and your decade is the 80s 
All right. The Ghostbusters answered the call as they protected New York from this fictional god who, in the climactic ending, took the form of the giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Uh, the gate master or the gatekeeper and the key ma- No. Yeah, gatekeeper and the key master guarded the gate for Zool. I need to double check that that's not also a separate. I just remember there is no Dana, only Zool. All right. I cannot give you credit. So, Ryan, you get a chance to steal. I'm pretty sure that Zool was the gatekeeper. Oh, okay. And she was the gatekeeper for Gozer the Gozerian. It was Gozer. You're right. Yes, it was. Gozer the Gozerian. (laughs) All right. That is the end of round two. John, what is our score update? All right. Um, I'm not sure I'm correct. I think I may have accidentally messed up Brian's score. Is anyone else keeping score on their own? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm too lazy. <laughs> so what do you have? I John? think everybody got I think we all got him and he stole one of mine. So or this if round, that yeah. helps. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I have yeah, Brian that, at one twenty and Scott at seventy. Does that sound right? That should be right because yeah. I would have gotten five and he would have gotten six plus one seven. So yeah, that makes sense. Okay. One twenty to fifth uh, to seventy, right? Forty. Yeah. Yep. One twenty to seventy. Is what okay. I had. Okay. Yep. All right. 120 to 70. So not quite doubled up. This could go anywhere. And it all depends in the final round. Final round. All right. Your question for your wager. And you can just write down the wager. You can chat it to me, whatever you want. You know, similar kind of stuff. You know what to do. Um, make your wager based on the category of NCAA football. We all love football. We're American. All right. I'm locked in. There you go, Adam. I just messaged you my bet. Oh, let me do that. Sounds good. I'm drinking an Opelika whiskey, John, that I got uh, from a distillery, the closest distillery to me, and it is fantastic. It's a double, double oaked, very flavorful, but delicious. So easy. Good sipper. I don't, I know you don't give any craps about, uh, uh, <laughs> your your whiskey at all. The only whiskey at your house is the whiskey I bought and left at your house. <laughs> at the moment, yes. <laughs> at the moment, yes. All right, I have both wagers. All right, we are now going to go over the question. The NCAA has had some amazing football throughout the years. I want y'all to tell me the NCAA program that had the most football championships per each of our decades. So who had the most championships in the 70s? Who had the most championships in the 80s? And who had the most championships in the 90s? And I do have some hints for you. In the 70s, it was a Pac-12 team that had one outright championship and two shared championships. In the 80s, it was a then-independent team that had three outright championships. And in the 90s, it was a then-Big 8 team that had two outright championships and one shared championship. I'm sorry. Could you do the last one one more time? Of course. In the nineties, it was a then big eight 
team that had two outright championships and one shared championship. Okay, thank you. All right. While these two gentlemen are thinking about their answers, I'm going to remind everyone here, check out everything on the Blast From Our Past podcast. Oh, on the, po- the Blast From Our Past network. I am the podcast and everything. You know, you hear us talk about it each week. Uh, you know, if it's Blast From Our Past, if it's Cartwright of Seinfeld podcast, if it's Talking Back, if it's Podcasting After Dark, these are all fantastic podcasts. If you enjoy pop culture from the 80s and 90s, 70s sometimes. Heck, John and I went back to 1939 and did Wizard of Oz one year. Or uh, not one year, one one episode. <laughs> um, so check out everything. Like everything. Rate and review everything. Join all of the Patreons on all of them. Give us all of your money. And, um, you know, that's just what any sane person would do. Wouldn't you think so, John? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I need to say I'm locked in or anything like that. or I'll take it. All right. Good deal. I am not going to come up with anything better, so I'm also locked in. All right. Well, Brian, not Brian. Scott, you were behind. Yeah. And so how about you go first and let us know your answers to who had the most championships in the 70s, 80s, and 90s for their NCAA football programs? Well, without the hints, I don't know that I will come up with anything. I still don't know if I'm right. Um, but I've at least got some teams that I think fit the, uh, the hints that you were given. Um, the pack eight now, I guess is part of the pack 12 team from the seventies that I have that won championships. Oh, hold on. Just want to make sure you had the years, right? That, the, the, oh wait, the pack was pack 12. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. You're good. <laughs> it's okay. Well, they're now the pack 12. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you want me to start over with all that? No, or? no, no, no. Uh, we'll keep my EDC in. Everyone knows I'm not the smartest guy around. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, fair enough. Um, so the the pa- then Pac-8, now Pac-12 team uh, from the 70s that I have for the championships is uh, uh, USC, the Trojans. Uh, the 80s, the Independent gave it away for me and the memory of January 2nd, 1989, Fiesta Bowl, where my West Virginia Mountaineers lost a national championship game to the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. So I guessed Notre Dame for the 80s. And another team that trounced WVU, not for a national title, but on their way to a very good season in 1995 when WVU was coming off of an undefeated season. Uh, In the opening game uh, was the... Nebraska Cornhuskers. So I have USC, Notre Dame, and Nebraska for my three teams. All right. And Brian, what were your answers? So uh, football is, as far as sports go, uh, my strongest is football. However, pro football is, is the one I'm good at. College football, I'm really not good at. Um, however, based on the clues, I got lucky and also came up with USC for the first one. I knew that Notre Dame was independent for a long time and I went with Notre Dame, but on that third one, I had no idea where in the, where in the country the big eight was. So I had to just throw out a completely random guess. I went with Ole Miss. You went with Ole Miss. Okay. All right. In the 70s, you both 
had it correct with USC. They both were. That was the uh, Pac-8, Pac-12 team that won. In the 80s, the then independent team that won in 1983, 1987, and 1989 was not Notre Dame. It was Miami. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. Notre Dame won in 1988. Wow. Yeah, Notre Dame did win in 88. Like I said, yeah. Well, technically they won in 89, but it was the 88 season. Yeah. All right. But... uh, in uh, they Miami was independent at first, but then they switched That's to the right. Big East in the nineties, and then the ACC. Sorry, yep. so yes, I guess they that's won. Exactly yeah. right. Sorry, so I had yeah. the years mixed, but that's the, that's the years that they won those championships. Uh, and in the nineties, Scott nailed it on the head. It was the Nebraska Corn Huskers. Mm. So no one got their wagers. So uh, we will start with Scotty Barber. What did you wager? Had to go big, but I didn't want to go all the way big, so I bet 65. 65. And Brian Nash, what was your wager? Well, as I said, uh, this this was very much not my strong suit. And uh, having listened to the show quite a bit, I realized that the, uh, the finals usually tend to run a little hard. So I played it safe. I bet zero. Smart. Yep. All right, John, how about you do that math? Because we established I'm not that smart. (laughs) Uh, All right, with a final score of 120 to 5. There it is. Brian is the winner. Good job. Good Uh, job, Brian. Good game. Good game, gentlemen. Good game, Scott. Somebody get you (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. Somebody bring me pictures of (laughs) Spider-Man. Yes, he did it. He did it. Perfect. All right. Thank you guys for being on the show. Really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. I know this entire week, Scott, you were like, well, Brian's going to beat me. Brian's going to beat me. And he did just that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I called it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I knew knew coming into it what was going to happen. It's not a a prediction. It's a spoiler. uh, For your consolation prize, how about you give us, uh, you know, last little closing comments, anything that you care to mention? Oh, of course, I got a shout out at uh, the better guys on my regular team, Sin6. Everybody knows them. Everybody loves them. You, you, have you had any of the Sin6 guys on here yet? You need to. Well, you said everybody knows them, and I have no <laughs> idea who the Sin6 guys are. <laughs> you don't know who the Sin6 guys are. Okay, so guys like uh, Jeffrey Seguritan and oh. Dan Lundberg. And, all right. Uh, yeah, you're, you're naming all the people that we know from Trivia Mike War. Cameron. Yeah, Mike Cameron and... Uh, Phil Sanford and I'll have, Wesley I'll have Wells. To reach out, have some Sinister Six guys come and go against each other. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you haven't had those guys on yet. Those guys will, especially Jeffrey Seguritan. That guy played. He's just passed his thousandth game in quarantine that he just played. Jeez. <laughs> he's played a thousand trivia games since quarantine started. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, that guy is the machine. He's a maniac. Perfect. Well, that we, is that that guy's a buzzsaw. Awesome. Yeah. He's I a monster. A small fish in his gigantic pond of uh, podcasts and whatnot for him to 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 play. In. Oh, he'll play. Yeah, he'll definitely play. Just uh, be. I don't know how much he's more of a classically. Uh, he's more of a classical trivia guy. Like when it comes to you know, he and I would make one really good player. We say because <laughs> he knows all the really smart guys. He, he knows all the smart guy stuff, and I know all the dumb guy stuff. 
So he and I make like one good player put together. So, but I don't know. Uh, I'd like to see what he'd do with the uh, uh, pop culture stuff here. That would be a challenge for him. Yeah. He's had a lot of trivia, but it would be a real challenge for him. Yeah. All right. We will have to make that happen. All right, Brian, as our champion of the day, you can talk even longer if you want then, Scott, because you earned it. <laughs> uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say other than this was a lot of fun. Scott, I was very, very nervous coming in against a member of the Sinister Six because your reputa- reputation precedes you and you're you're a lot uh, you're a lot tougher than you give yourself credit for. Um thank you. And actually by the time this comes out, it'll probably be too late to vote, right? Yeah, this will this will be out in I think two two three weeks, John. Okay. Yeah, yep. Well then, um, wear your masks. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I like it. All right, and uh, so that means for John, I'm Adam, and this is another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, hey, Tim. Dean. Uh, This isn't a full episode, this is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.